following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are back live, hour number three on a Thursday broadcast. The Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Brett and I here in less than an hour when the show's done. We're going a couple blocks to the south, Van Andel Arena. Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They're at home tonight, Flint Tropics Jersey night. $2 beers, $2 dogs, 6 p.m. until halftime. At every Thursday home game with the Grand Rapids Gold. So if you're in the area, join us. I'll be over there. Superfly is bringing a couple of buddies. I got Lucas Smith and his wife out of Hudsonville joining me. Joe Lavoy, the king, one of the great point guards in West Michigan High School history at Grand Rapids Catholic Central. He'll be signing autographs at halftime. Tom Sachs. Local attorney, highly regarded, golf partner of legendary legal mind, Ken Sanders. He did text me, said, my friends are saying that you said when I was growing up at Burton Heights, my name was Tom Sakalinski and I couldn't spell it, so I had to go with Tom Sachs. Show me the tape, Tom. You're an attorney. I want proof. I will neither confirm nor deny that I said that. It's going to be a fun night. Get your tickets, Ticketmaster.com, and you can save the ticket fees by always buying your tickets at the Van Andel Arena box office. And if you can't make it out tonight and you want to hit another Thursday $2 beer, $2 dog, or Sunday Family 4-pack, Tuesday buy one, ticket get one free, just search Grand Rapids Gold on your computer, your phone, or your iPad. In a moment, RISD will be in the HISD. Jeff Risden from the Detroit Lions podcast and also columnist insider when it comes to Lions and the NFL on the LionsWire.com. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter. He was down at the Senior Bowl. We'll get his thoughts on you know, Jamal Williams wants to finish his career in Detroit. Aiden Hutchinson, NFL Rookie of the Year. That's pretty cool. That was a surprise. I thought Sauce Gardner was going to get it, but... You know, that Sunday night uh, was big, a big showcase for the Lions. What they did at the end, how they finished 8-2. and two. Jets didn't even make the playoffs, so uh, good for Aiden Hutchinson. So awesome. They also had Chris Ballas on, Michigan basketball, another impressive performance. It was Nebraska. But they played three solid games in a row. Things are good. Lomas was on. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions. Later this hour, Bill Hobson, one of our PGA and LPGA Tour insiders from Michigan Golf Live, will get his thoughts. 
on the golf show this weekend. Tiger Woods, will he play in the Masters? And I'll have to check the PGA Tour leaderboard for Brett White out of Kentwood and Eastern Michigan University. He qualified for his first PGA Tour event. First one. Out in Phoenix, Super Bowl weekend. It's already a rowdy tournament to begin with, but now you throw in Super Bowl weekend? Are you kidding me? So we'll check that leaderboard coming up. I think Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Detroit Lions podcast is standing by on the Meyer guest sign. How you doing, my friend? It is good to be with you. Uh, looking at the Super Bowl this weekend, it, it, it's, it's mixed blessings for me. I love the Super Bowl, but it also means it's the end of football on the field for some time, and that's that's kind of sad. Yeah, but for you, it's the end of the games being played, but then <laughs> you get uh, the combine, then we get free. When's free agency? Combine's end of February, right? Yeah, combine is in uh, two and a half weeks, then we get free agency starts uh, March 15th, and then that leads into the draft, which is the last weekend in April. So it never stops. Uh, it's just a different different type of football. So when's the actual free agent window? I know a lot of guys will agree beforehand, but before you can sign somebody, what's that official NFL free agency time or day? That I believe that is the 13th through the 15th of March this year. It's whatever that Monday and Tuesday are, and then they can start signing players officially on the Wednesday of that week. And the combine ends the week the, the Tuesday or Wednesday before that. So there's like a week in there where everybody will be talking and nobody will be admitting that they're talking. Yeah, because there's that week where all the reports come out that they've agreed, but then they can't sign until the official day. That's the question I was asking. So the Lions yeah. process was, well, check out the Senior Bowl. We'll start there. You were down there all week uh, with the Lions Wire and the Detroit Lions podcast crew. Uh, were there players that you watched where you said to yourself, I wouldn't be surprised if they're drafted by the Lions, if they're there. Yeah, there were, there were quite a few of them, and most of them were not like the top guys. This, these are guys that you're taking in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh rounds primarily. Uh, but there were a few of them. Uh, one of them was uh, uh, Sidney Brown, the, the former uh, Illinois defensive back and uh, good friend and former teammate of Kirby Joseph. He's a safety in the way that Jabril Peppers was a safety in the NFL, um, in that he's an undersized linebacker playing safety. And uh, he, he had a very good week down there. Uh, his twin brother, Chase Brown, uh, is also a guy that the Lions should probably consider uh, coming out of Illinois. Uh, if you remember him uh, from, from the, this fall, he would be really productive for some time and then go into a hole. Uh, and th- that sort of actually showed in practices, too. But they're certainly interesting. There were a lot of offensive linemen down there um, who could be your number six lineman, and they need that. Uh, and also your starting right guard, potentially, even as a rookie. And uh, they need that, too, because it doesn't look like Evan Brown's going to be able to be afforded to be back. So, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, look, and their, their first round pick was not down there. Their second round pick. Either one of them was probably not down there. But everybody else that they draft could very well have been down in Mobile last week. So from uh, Mobile and the Senior Bowl to the Combine, then into free agency, and we'll skip the Combine because that will speak for itself with how everybody tests and who's there and who's not there. But free agent targets now. Because the free agent market and what the Lions do – 
uh, will dictate a lot and shape in this roster moving forward. So what what's your projection on the Lions and how active they are in the NFL free agent market spring of 2023? You know, I think you're going to see them do a little bit more outside free agents than they did a year ago when it was primarily DJ Shark and Deshaun Elliott coming in uh, and making an impact. I think you're going to see... Uh, and both those guys are free agents again, by the way, and uh, their statuses are up in the air. I, I think they'd like to keep both, but I also think that they're going to have to probably pay a little bit more than they, they might want to budget for either of those guys. Uh, I, I think they're certainly in the market at, for an outside cornerback. Uh, that's, that's the biggest need on the defense. There's no question about it. Uh, defensive tackle, it's a good year to need one in free agency. Uh, it's also a pretty good year to need one in the draft, um, especially if, if you're not looking for a star player, but but kind of a you know a rotational nose tackle type player. Uh, but but that that's really something you can get affordably in free agency. Running back, uh, they have two of them of their own, Jamal Williams and Justin Jackson. Uh, everybody wants Jamal back. Jamal wants to be back. I hope that happens. Even if he is back, uh, again, this is a it's a ridiculously loaded. Def, uh, running back class in free agency. Jamal Williams might not be a top 10 running back on the free agent market this year. That's how good it is. I mean, Saquon Barkley could be moving along. There, there are so many really good running backs uh, that are out there. And then it's also a great draft to need them. So th- those, those things are sort of going to go in hand. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if they're bringing in a, a free agent quarterback. Because, uh, again, right now, uh, Jared Goff's the only guy on the roster. They don't even have one on a future reserves deal. And uh, they're, they're going to need somebody that can come in and, and step it up. Uh, and that's going to dictate sort of where they go in the draft and how early they take a quarterback in the draft. So, yeah, there, there's some of those things. Uh, wide receiver, uh, especially if Chark doesn't come back, that's somebody that they're going to have to look at. Uh, offensive line, uh, again, they have depth issues there. Uh, so that, that's that's an area I, I, I kind of think they're leaning more draft there than than, than uh, bringing in a, a free agent in part because uh, of how well Hank Fraley develops the talent. But you know, there's going to be some guys that might not be free agents right at the moment. Uh, one of them being former uh, Lions and Michigan player Graham Glasgow. Broncos can't really afford to keep him, so he might be a guy that comes free and, and could theoretically come back uh, if the price tag is right. It'll be interesting. You know, I love how William says he wants to, you know, finish his career in Detroit. But, you know, if these guys get an offer, you've talked about it in studio with me the last couple of times that if they get big money deals, it's really, you know, maybe their last big contract of their careers and they're going to take it. And Detroit won't be able to match some of that money because it just won't fit their game plan. Yeah. when uh, Jamal Williams is going to be 28. Uh, you don't pay 29, 30-year-old running backs. This is his last shot to get a big-time, multi-year contract. I don't know if he's going to get that or not, and I, I, it could be from Detroit, but uh, if he gets one of those, look, as much as we love him, he's got to look out for Jamal Williams and not necessarily look out for the fans of the Detroit Lions. He's got to take care of himself. Uh, and you know, if, if that's there, you know, God bless him. Uh, take the money and run. So that's what you got to do. Uh, I mean, this is your livelihood. This is what you've worked for. Uh, and, and DJ Sharks kind of in the same boat. And and another guy that's in that boat is Alex Anzalone at linebacker. He's going to be 29 uh, soon. This is his time to cash in on a big deal for a guy that's had so many injury problems over his career. 
coming off the best year of his career and healthy, he's got to cash in. Uh, I know the Lions will like him back, but I also know that uh, he's got to take care of himself. And if that means leaving leaving the team where he's he's played pretty darn well, especially at the end of last season, uh, so be it. That's that's just life in the NFL these days. So Aaron Rodgers, you think it's down to the Jets in Vegas or with Hackett, the embattled and canned head coach, former head coach of the Broncos, now old coordinator with Salah and the Jets? Uh, are there other teams, or do you think it? I don't think he's coming back to Green Bay. Let's start there. You agree with that? I do. Uh, and my my big wonder now is after he goes on his darkness retreat here, is if he'll ever pass an NFL drug test again? Mm. Uh, do we we got to kind of factor that in too. That's uh, you know, the idea of going in and sitting in the dark for four days, I, yeah. I, I, I don't get that. That's like Electric uh, Forest I, I, that they did over uh, in Muskegon, where the kids go there for four days in the forest and they eat gummy bears. Yeah, uh, not the gummy bears that my kids are eating either. Exactly. Not, they're not Sour Patch kids. <laughs> they're LSD kids. You know, uh, it, it sounds so. We talked to several people down in in in, uh, in Mobile about where he's going to go, and it's sort of the, the, the hot topic is you're out at the bars and everything. And it sounds like most people think he's going to Las Vegas. Uh, whether that's realistic or how how much that happens, because I'll tell you what, everybody had Tom Brady pegged there. Uh, the first night that I was down there, he retired the next morning, uh, and then everybody's immediately like, "Oh, well, they're they're going to go after." Rodgers now, and that, that that sort of makes sense. The Jets are certainly still in play if he still wants to play, and if he wants to play in New York, that's not a given that he would be a great fit for that city, and I think he's very aware of that. Uh, for, from a couple people that I've talked to in Green Bay, they're like, he's not a New York kind of guy at all. You know, maybe he'll break character, or maybe they'll just give him the most money or, or the best deal for the Packers. So we'll we'll see about that. But uh, yeah, I do not expect him back in Green Bay once he comes out the other side of whatever hole he's trying to dig for himself. Yeah, this QB carousel, Derek Carr. At least from what you read and hear, that he seems to be almost uh, on a path to the Saints. Right? I mean, you would think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, or the Buccaneers, but it seems like the Saints have the most to offer him, and uh, he's. Uh, I'll tell you what, the, the Buccaneers are going to have trouble attracting people uh, with the offensive coaching staff that they've got. It's it's not not something that the, a lot of players are going to be all that excited about joining. You know, and, and I think the, uh, the leg up there, right? And I think the Ravens are going to franchise tag at the worst Lamar Jackson, right? Can they can they do that one or two more times? What can they do with him? Yeah, this is the first year they can do it. And right. believe it or not, using the franchise tag on him probably saves them $50 million wow. over the next couple of years. Uh, look, the franchise tag for a quarterback this year, I believe, is 37 to $38 million. He's looking at 55 to $60 million per year, fully guaranteed. So they're going to put that off as long as they can. So uh, unless he somehow acquiesces to some, some demands... Uh, he's either going to get franchise tag or he's not going to play. Yeah, you're looking at, you know, so you got Jimmy G where it, it, he's done in San Francisco, but there weren't a lot of takers for him during the last offseason because there were concerns about his uh, injuries. And so Tampa will be looking for a QB. Uh, you know, Ritter probably is the guy then in Atlanta. Lamar stays uh, in Baltimore. The Jets, I, I don't know where they'll turn to. I mean, you have... 
you know, the Colts are probably going to draft a QB for sure, you know, Stroud or uh, Bryce Young or somebody and go young and uh, go that way. So it'll be interesting offseason. I'm telling you, with Rodgers out of the NFC North, the Bears rebuilding, I know Flores became the D coordinator for the Vikings, which is an upgrade. And, you know, Cousins isn't getting any younger. They still have Jefferson. They have Hawk, uh, they have Thalen, they have Cook. Uh, it's going to be the Lions or Minnesota to win the NFC North this fall. Oh, I, I think that's 100%. Now, I'll tell you this. I was on with the, the New York Giants, their in-house media today. Uh, I was talking with the host, John. Uh, we, we, I do this. I'm on with them quite a bit. And he said, is it crazy to me that I think that the, the Lions are the best team in the NFC North? I'm like, no, it's not. And then we kind of went through what you just said. And, and he was like... So, uh, your place or mine for next year in the divisional round. And I'm like, I'll, I'll take that. I'll, I'll happily take that. You know? Look, the Giants sort of got a little bit ahead of schedule this year. And remember, Lions beat them up pretty good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited about where this direction they, they are hitting their window at the same time where Minnesota's is still open but is precariously perched open. Green Bay, uh, theirs is closing, and, and Chicago's is still welded shut. And you look post-Matt Stafford trade, Goff's contract now is a steal with the QB money you talked about. You got 6-18 and 18 because the Rams had a year nobody saw coming. You got those two second-rounders. You got cap money. Uh, you have space. The, the Lions are sitting maybe in the best off-season position they've ever been in. I would agree with that. And uh, it, it's crazy to think that. Uh, now, now, it can change very quickly. If Jared Goff plays in 2023 the way he did in 2022, he's going to get a lot more money next season, a lot more. And that's going to mean that you're going to have to make some choices because Panay Sewell needs more money. Jonah Jackson needs more money. Amon Ross St. Brown needs to be re-signed and needs more money. Uh, you're, that, that's going to... That's going to be an issue, and uh, they're going to have to work through that. But, uh, but those are problems that good teams have, uh, and it will be nice to have good team problems instead of having bad team problems, which we're way too used to with, with these Lions. Oh, amen. And uh, some of these mock drafts, what is I think you wrote a column or story on it that they're all locked in that the Lions at 6 or 18 are going to take a tight end, and Mayor from you know Notre Dame was a solid tight end, has been brought up. I, they showed that they don't need Hawk. They're going to have... Jamison Williams, they can do tight end by committee. I really didn't buy in when they traded Hawk, but I watched it work. They're not going to waste 6 or 18 on a tight end. No way. No, no no chance in the world. And uh, I wrote that this morning at, at Lions Wire because I read three mock One of the things that I do is, is we're – we like to look at the mock drafts, and we write about them, what we think about them. And I saw three this morning, the first three I looked right. at, and they all had a tight, a tight end in the first round. Oh, man. Like, they're not they're not doing that. Um, and I went it off with the story. I sat down in Mobile last week with Ben Raven from MLive and Nolan Bianchi from uh, the Detroit News, and a national writer came up and asked us, so, uh, Michael Mayer at 18? And we all, and Raven looked at him like, like you know, he like, well, my goodness, are you that stupid, dude? Uh, he was nice about it, but he said, I don't think they're taking a tight end at all. And uh, Nolan and I definitely agreed, and it led to a, a broader conversation with several other people. Uh, and we we convinced the people that were there at that time 
that the Lions' interest in a tight end is not anywhere close to a first-round level. Uh, and I'm trying to now spread the, spread the, the good word on that everywhere. If uh, I tell you what, if they take a first-round tight end, I will come on mm. your show, into your studio and, and eat something that I really don't want to. Uh, I'll make that deal with you right now. Uh, you could eat some of the crow I have left over from my uh, golf will get more wins in a Lions uniform than Stafford last year. <laughs> there's still a there's still a half of half a table of crow left on that. <laughs> Maybe you serve those with some of Lois's Brussels sprouts. Or oh something. yeah, but I came. Yeah, right. Yeah, how about Lois's Brussels sprouts? Where I'm like, come on, man. You just yeah, you're going in for like block cheese. You're gonna like uh, pour over nachos and uh, chili and come on and jalapenos, uh, Brussels sprouts, Lois. Now, now I'm feeling guilty. Like I'm gonna have to chew on a piece of celery for like ten minutes Sunday just as a tribute to Lois. Hey, celery serves as great dental floss after wings. That's why they give it to yeah, you. I, know. I, I never knew that. I tell you, Risden, I learn something every time we have you on. Jeff Risden, by the way, you can follow him at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N, from LionsWired.com. Also, follow LionsWire on Facebook and Twitter and the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, your crew did a great job. We played a few segments uh, last week. It was awesome on air. You sounded great from Mobile, and I, I like the three guys. I know they have day jobs. We tried to get them on during our show, and they said, hey, we got other jobs that uh, we're working, but uh, good stuff from Mobile, yeah. Jeff. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having us on. We got some very good feedback uh, from all you who listened and commented. We appreciate it. Uh, keep checking it out. We're, we're a little light this week because it is actually um, when they take time off from work. Um, Andy is a business owner uh, in the Detroit area, and Chris, uh, I can't say at all what he does, but uh, he's very important. He's much more important than I am and has very big things going on. So what we Hey, you know what? This week. He has a beard and glasses. If he's in the witness uh, relocation protection program, hey, it's his business. He does a good job, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> He's going. How do he know that? What do he? How do he know that? Yeah, follow Jeff Risden at J E F F R I S D O N, and also Lions Wire on Facebook and Twitter, and the Detroit Lions podcast you can find on YouTube. I did see because it's Mountain Time in Arizona. It wasn't three thirty-five where Brett Wright, Brett Wright, right, right, Rorge. Brett White out of East Kentwood and Eastern Michigan University make it his PGA Tour debut. He qualified this past Monday. It's 535 Mountain Time. So when I saw 335, that's what time it will be there, but 535 Michigan time. So he'll be teeing off here in about 20 minutes. Speaking of golf, Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live, radio and TV version on Bally Sports Detroit radio version during the golf season on most of these huge radio network stations. We'll talk golf. The golf show is this weekend in West Michigan at DeVos Place in downtown GR, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'll be live from the Folds of Honor Par 3 Challenge, where money's being raised by Treetops for their Patriot Day and also for Folds of Honor. And look for the Tullymore Golf Resort booth. They'll have golf show deals, stay-and-play packages uh, you can take advantage of. Superfly, I know we had a couple winners back out. You went back to the Twitter and Facebook feed, so now we have all the winners set. You got to you got to take care of that. You got to do that within thirty minutes. You got to take care of that final one. Um, I'm upset. Uh, one thing I will say between Matt Gold and the CEO at Tullymore, Superfly and myself, when we do these contests and you do these giveaways, especially when it involves staying overnight. I will say you reach occasional points of chucking your phone against a cement wall. 
<laughs> it will be a great weekend. You got the last one? There you go. What? Joe B. from Washington, D.C. is going to join us at bidentrain.com. Are you kidding me? Oh, you said have Ken Grantham check his Twitter? Like he's going to be listening right now and he'll tweet you. Hey, Ken Grantham, you've won. I'll tell you, here's what we'll do. If Ken doesn't get back to you within 15 minutes, we're going to take a caller who could bring a guest and come up Saturday and Sunday night. Hotel room, Super Sunday brunch, our six-hole putting contest indoors. Apps, then the Super Bowl watch party inside the tap room. We'll do that. So it's Kent Grantham. Is that his name? Kent. Wait, wait, I don't care. What? How do you say it? Ken. Ken Grantham. Check your damn Twitter. All right. And if, and if he doesn't get back to you by five forty-five, then we'll we'll go to a caller because we gotta we gotta move on. We're busy. We got things to do. We're going to two dollar beers and two dollar dogs tonight inside Van Andel Arena. With the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold are taking on the Stockton Kings that feature former Michigan standout Trey Burke. It's Flint Tropics jersey night. And Trey better have me my damn courtside table. Bill Hobson, Michigan Golf Live, one of our PGA and LPGA tour insiders, will talk golf next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. Now into week 14 of the college basketball season, the Big Ten is finally somewhat moving and shaking again. Purdue still ranks number one in the top 25 and they're joined by Indiana, however, all the way down to number 18 and Rutgers in at number 24. Iowa, Illinois, Maryland, and Northwestern are all the Receiving votes in the AP poll, the Big Ten is tied with the Big 12 as far as Joe Lenardi's bracketology is considered, with eight teams each in the Big Dance. Purdue would be the number one overall seed, joined by Illinois, Northwestern, Indiana, Iowa, Rutgers, Maryland, and Michigan State. The good news for the conference, I guess, is that all but one team are ranked inside the NCAA's net top 100. Minnesota is that lone wolf on the outside looking in at number 236 in the nation. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. We've got them. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the Treetops Hole-in-One Challenge. Also, long drive and putting contests. Kids Fun Zone and junior golfers get in free. February 10th through 12th, DeVos Place. No on-site box office. Purchase tickets online at westmichigangolfshow.com. 
Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting statewide Friday 3 until 6 from the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. So bring your best swing because I'll be doing a huge drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay in golf for four at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. So can you beat my huge drive? You can take a shot this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for Southside Ice Arena's weekend-long event in Byron Center. Hockey Fights Cancer. From February 10th through the 12th, join the fun and support Hockey Fights Cancer. Learn more at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I think Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live, one of our PGA and LPGA Tour insiders. He'll join us in a moment, get his thoughts on the West Michigan Golf Show this weekend. Also, PGA Tour, Tiger, how many events will he play this year? And Brett White out of East Kentwood in Eastern Michigan who is making his PGA Tour debut about as we speak. 5.35 Michigan time, 3.35 Phoenix time at the Waste Management Open. So that's a pretty good, cool story. First ever start, you get a Super Bowl weekend already mixed in with one of the craziest crowds on the PGA Tour. Bill Hobson from Michigan Golf Live is standing by here on the Meyer Guest Line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, man. It's uh, it is fun, and this tournament has turned into such a Super Bowl of its own. And every year, of course, it coincides with Super Bowl weekend. But for those stories of those guys who made it through a Monday qualifier, and and for most golf fans, the Monday qualifier world is sort of an unknown entity. You want to see some golf. You find out where these guys are going out to Monday qualify, which basically usually means, let's say, there's. 100 guys competing for maybe one or two spots in a single round. And everything is, you know, your green light on everything because you shoot a 64, you might not make it. So it, it's just really fun to see when they get a chance to, to tee it up. And for them, making a cut is a huge win. It's unlikely you'll see a Monday qualifier on the leaderboard on the weekend, but every once in a while, you never know. Yeah, Brad White, good for him. Out of East Kentwood. Played at Eastern Michigan. I think he calls Houston home. I just ran into him and his family. He stopped and said hello, and we were at the Great Lakes Invitational Hockey Tournament at Van Andel Arena over the holidays. Good guy. Appreciates the game, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, PGA Tour this year. Uh, how many events uh, for Tiger? What do you think? Oh, for Tiger? Uh, two. 
Really? What ones? I think, I think he'll play the Masters because that's home away from home, and I think he'll try to do one of the other majors depending on how the body recovers from the Masters. But I, um, unless there is some secret Frankenstein-like lab somewhere where they're replacing a lot of broken body parts, um, I, I don't, I don't have any reason to believe that he's going to try to do even a half a dozen events. Um, be fun if he did, but just it's the walking man. You just can't, you just can't do it. And it doesn't look, it, it, it's not a matter of conditioning. I don't think anybody's ever thought, Oh, Tiger's out of shape. No, his body is literally broken. And at some point there's a law of diminishing returns where you start thinking to yourself, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I can pay the bills. Um, fairly certain my legacy is established. Not really that concerned about maintaining my uh, my tour eligibility. And you start to move on to some other things. Love to be wrong, but I, I can't imagine him playing more than two events this year. Who's going to be the biggest surprise name uh, come uh, the FedEx uh, Cup, uh, the end of the season, the playoffs, uh, who will be the biggest PGA Tour surprise name that may not be on the radar right now? Well, it depends on your definition of radar, but as you and I speak at this second on my TV is Max Homa. Uh, Max kind of moved onto the radar of an especially younger set of golf fans because of his connection with some of the uh, streaming podcaster world of influencers, not like Barstool and that kind of thing. But he's also really, really good. He's got six wins and has been playing as well as anybody. And then then there's a guy that none of us could probably pick out of a lineup, but his name is Tom Kim. And in a very short amount of time, he picked up multiple wins at the end of last year and is widely considered to be one of the up-and-coming stars. Um, And we also kind of tuck way back away in the back of your brain the reality that this is a Ryder Cup year and a trip to Rome for some guys who might not otherwise have that chance, except um, if the live guys are not invited back in, then there could be some new faces representing well, both Europe and America. And, and those, you know, Homa is one of them. Tom Kim is one of them. Uh, Tigala is another one. There, there are some really good young players out there who, Maybe getting their first time in the spotlight now just because some other guys have left the spotlight. Bill Hobson, Michigan Golf Live, radio version during the golf season, TV version, Bally Sports Detroit. Check your local listings. Bill, just wanted to catch up quickly with you. We'll talk golf soon. Have fun at the golf show this weekend, man. I hope it's jam-packed for everybody as we think spring here for a little bit. Amen. Bill Hobson, good man. Follow him, Michigan Golf Live, on Facebook and on Twitter. You can follow us 24-7 at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro ZL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Garter. Over the last 18 months, they merged with Dorn Mayhew on the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before. If you're a business, no matter how big or small, or an individual, and you want the business team that can handle all of your accounting and business needs, turn to Bean Garter. Go to BeanGarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. We're also down to your last chance to enter the Beat Huge contest where Tom Rosenbach and his team have put up the $1,500 in cash that could be yours. The big game, your last chance to play. Just go to thehugeshow.net, get your picks in, and you can win that $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter. One final chance to try and beat my big game pick. Get your picks in before the big game kicks off at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Let's go talk to Dan Miller, TV guy down in Detroit. Talented voice of your Detroit Lions. Want to get his thoughts on the Super Bowl on Sunday. But uh, first, Sadiq Bagon. I I don't know what the Pistons are doing. Are they not going to hit the restart button? They have a ton of young talent, maybe more young talent than anybody in the league. But second worst record. I, I'm trying to figure out what the blueprint and plan is. Yeah, I got to be honest. I'm not sure. And that's not me taking a shot at him. I, I just really don't know what the direction they're thinking is. And you're kind of amassing all these big men, which not really a big man's league. I love Durant. I think he's going to be just terrific, and I can see the upside there and, and what he's doing. I, I've you know, only seen Weissman play a very limited amount because he's really only played a limited amount, but maybe they see something in his potential there. Um, you know, Bay had kind of stalled and, and gotten to a point where I think they were looking at him and thinking, all right, we're probably not going to pay this guy. Let's see what we can do, and Based on some of the things I'm reading, I guess Weaver, at least when he came out, really liked Weissman. So, so we'll have to see. I don't, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's it's a tough team to watch right now. Granted, they're missing their best player, which is kind of a tough position to put anybody in. But um, I'd I'd like to see some direction. And, and the thing that kind of concerns me is they're going to be even younger next year. I mean, they're going to they're they're you know I was talking to. We used Tim McCormick on Sunday nights at our place, and I was talking to him about this. And it's you know they're going to be even younger, and it's it's you could see another year of some pain next year, and the the lack of defensive awareness and sometimes the lack of effort on defense, frankly, just concerns you. So I'd love to see this thing take shape. I see some pieces there that that you can be excited about, but it's 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 a tough thing to rebuild a basketball team, and they're finding that out. I'm with you on everything you said. I've been you know, saying that for the last two months, if not the entire season on the huge show across Michigan. I, I, Casey's not going to be the guy. I, I think he'll he'll probably be there for another year because you're so young, you're not close to winning. You don't need to make the Larry Brown move and get rid of Carlisle uh, when you're ready to win a championship. You know, a year ago, we were high on the Pistons. We were high on the Tigers. We thought the Wings now with the coaching change, they would push for the playoffs. They still technically are. It's going to be tough. The East is loaded. I get it. Uh, we were high on the Lions in the offseason with the way they finished uh, 2021. And now uh, the most comfortable 
conversation I could have about a team ready to be in the playoffs, it's the Lions by far. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in fairness to the Pistons, and I, you know, I, it, it, it really was a brutal hit this year to lose Kate Cunningham. Right. I mean, if we're talking about a young team developing, you want your young, your best player who is going to handle the ball the most to be out there to help you bring this thing along. And they're going to lose a whole year of Cade development, of Cade developing with these guys together. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Casey. I'm not so sure he will be back next year. I think he'll still be part of the organization, if I don't miss my guess. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's a different voice there next year. Uh, as, as these guys kind of really embark on an important season with another significant piece that they get in this year's draft, I just I think there comes a point where it, it gets stale and you've got to have a new voice. Now, look, I I'm not putting this thing on Dwayne Casey in any way, shape, or form, uh, but I, I I would be surprised. I'd even go so far as to say that if there's not somebody new next year uh, giving this team some direction. And again, I believe he'll be in the organization. He is. He has taken the, the bullets and the slings and the arrows and, and trying to get this thing together. But you can't have another season of these guys playing the way that they play right now because you are developing bad habits and you are developing you know, a way of playing in the NBA where you can't survive. I mean, just again, just watching them attempt to play defense is, is really painful with this team. What about Ishbia? Uh, you talk about a splash. He just gets recently approved by the NBA Board of Governors as the owner taking over the Phoenix Suns. Then he okays the Kevin Durant deal. And now uh, they have Paul Durant. You want a big three, maybe even a big four there in Phoenix with Booker, the Grand Rapids kid out of Kentucky. Uh, Ishbia just gets it. He, he just elevated the value of his franchise. Uh, he, he's, yeah, he's such he a smart I business mean, guy. Yeah, he is. I mean, I, I do have some concern about trading for a 34-year-old player who has had injury issues. I love Kevin Durant. He's a great player. He's a Hall of Famer. He's an all-timer. But I, I do have some concerns about that. But, in you know, the difference between being in Ishbia's position and being in the Pistons' position is, you know, you're close. You, you can make that deal. You can trade those number ones and then try to make a run at it. The downside is if, if he has another injury or something along those lines, it's, it's problematic. I think Chris Paul, there's some questions about where he's at in his career arc. He hasn't looked as good this year. Um, but, look, why not? Uh, you, you're, you're trying to make a run at it. Um, you can't make that trade if you're the Pistons. You can't trade for a 34-year-old guy. And, and it's so, I mean, if we found anything out about the NBA, it is that it's almost become a little bit like baseball, where if you're close, you do whatever you can to make it happen that year teams give up high-ranking prospects to make a run at it if they feel like they got a chance in August or July or something like that. And in the NBA, you're willing to trade those picks if you feel like you got a chance. Then you try to, if it doesn't work out, you figure it out later. But look, the Suns weren't winning a title with the team they had. A healthy Durant and a rejuvenated Chris Paul, they, they're right in there. They might win the title this year. So it was the difference between plotting along or taking a significant risk and chance with your future and having a chance to win a title. But when you win a title, you usually can buy a little time with the fan base and the critics. And no doubt. Ishmael just, he, he gets it. I, I really think he, you know, with all the interest he had in the NBA, he might have looked long and hard and talked with Gores about the Pistons, but 
you're such a ways off on that that the Phoenix move was the right move for him. I think Durant doesn't have to come in and score 30 a game with the scores they have, especially a younger Booker, and give him you know, 18, 20 a game and just another guy you have to double or defend. Uh, crazy day, though, with Bay ending up with the Hawks' wise one coming in. Uh, before I let you go, I originally wanted to, uh, when we booked you, to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl on Sunday. Who's your pick, Chiefs or the Eagles? I'll take the Eagles. I think it's going to be a fascinating game. I think they've been the best team all year. Uh, I think they've got the balance offense and defense. I mean, you know, it's just stunning when you look at that team putting up 70 sacks this year. They get after the quarterback. If Mahomes isn't moving like he normally moves, I think that's going to be problematic for them. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't put a dime on this game. I think it's it's a razor's edge type of game. Uh, I just take Philadelphia because I just think – Right now, having seen all year, they've been the team to me that's answered the most questions and, and answered the most challenges. So uh, forced to make a pick, I'd take them. But I, I really think it's going to be a terrific game. I don't think there's much separation between these two teams. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You're always a lot of fun on air. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, TV guy in Detroit. Danny, thanks for your time here on the Huled Show across Michigan. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. We are wrapping up our Thursday broadcast. I did miss a shout-out yesterday I want to do for Superfly. His brother-in-law's father, Rod Kreitmeyer. Am I correct there? Kreitmeyer? Uh, former Michigan State Police motor carrier and special investigator. May he rest in peace. 26 years uh, serving and protecting. So there you go. Superfly to your family, my best. 24-7, everything you need with this show is free and available at thehugeshow.net. That's the huge show dot net.